G'day everyone. Proud to say Bar Karate is brought to you by Radix Nutrition, makers of the most technically comprehensive nutrition products that have ever existed. Unlock your potential with Radix. This week we're also sponsored by Vicobi. Vicobi manufacturers of performance gear that helps you sail at your peak. G'day listeners, welcome to Bar Karate, the sailing podcast. It's that time of the week where we get to hang out with some really cool sailors, but I have to share the mic with my two idiot mates. Uh, first off is Mr. Brett Perry. Greetings, exalted one. How are you? I did a speed one, that one, BP. That was that was super quick, yeah, yeah. no, very good. Um, g'day world. Uh, well, heat wave here in London, um, quite unusual for the locals, but actually uh, quite nice for myself. So uh, that's where, where it's all at. Very cool, very cool. Uh, let's bring in the other bloke. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Don't, don't melt with all the other UKers <laughs> over there, mate. Yeah, no, I'm not going to get the budgie smugglers out and go walking. I must park, admit, I'm, I'm um, in the middle of a heat wave as well, when, um, and I won't be letting on where I am. It's obviously top secret. But um, it is a heat wave, and it is a place where it's normally quite cold. So there's no such thing as aircon in this joint. No. So um, if you don't hear from me it's not the internet dropping out it's me dropping out what? just <laughs> sliding <laughs> off sliding <laughs> off my chair just smack <laughs> my head on the way down love it um fresh out of the maxi worlds um yeah. we'll chat about that later yep um but yeah we'll 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 save that for after the interview so stay tuned everyone but you're gonna get a cracker this week as well Mm. Well, there's a lot to talk about. We actually got a pretty full book. I'm pretty excited about our guest though this week. Are we are we into guest stage? Are we going to that, or is there any other banter yeah, that's going to come in? No, we'll we'll save some of the banter. Um, <laughs> just just be sorry. Oh, this will this will come. You'll understand why I'm why I'm laughing. But we'll save the rest of the banter till after. The okay. Interview. All right. Um, well, we're real topical. We're right on topic uh, with our guest this week. Because she has just destroyed the opposition at the recent uh, World Champs, the World Sailing Champs, sailing in the 49er FX. Our guest this week is the new world champion by a very tidy margin. Please welcome to the show, Vilma Bobek. How are you? Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm good. Also quite hot here in Stockholm, but yeah, it's really cool to be here with you guys. So yeah. Now, Vilma, just before we, we do kick off. <laughs> Um, when I introduce myself, we don't know each other. When I introduce myself offline before I mention my name, hi, I'm Bicey. Um, <laughs> Bicey in Swedish, as we all know, it uh, I think the direct translation is shit or something, yeah. correct? Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> Nick, so and I, I've mentioned it on the show before, but it's always a, a good icebreaker when doing a presentation in Sweden. That one. So, <laughs> so I was wondering why you were laughing so much. I thought you must have listened to the show before, oh. but no, it was my name. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't, it's, it's you, Vilma, do you ever like when you get up? Like I, I can't say the number of times I've got up and said to the wife, "I've just got to go and do a good boss." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we all know what you're referring to. So yeah, that's good. <laughs> right, I keep it clean. Move on. <laughs> Oh, a bit rich coming from you, Mister SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. He just 
He just showed up. Right. Okay, let's get into this. One, first off, congratulations. Um, Absolutely. Let's start with that. That's, uh, it was a mighty impressive performance uh, at the World Champs. Uh, you must be pretty ecstatic. Yeah, thanks, guys. It's, uh, yeah, it's been a really uh, unusual couple of weeks, I would say, uh, is maybe the right word for it. It's, uh, I don't think I've ever, <laughs> me or Rebecca, have ever had such a week of performance and then to wrap it all up at the World Championship was truly something, uh, yeah, crazy, but we'll try and figure out how we did it and then try and do it again. <laughs> try and replicate it. <laughs> I love the I love the honesty, um, but yeah, what a what a fantastic performance! So you're saying you, you did you you exceeded your expectations? Is what you're really saying? Yeah, I think we knew we had it in us, but maybe for a race or for not even a day with such a performance, but to make it happen every day for a whole week was yeah. Um, yeah, I think we we really nailed to um, put together what we needed, and then. Yeah, yeah, I think we exceeded our expectations by far, but then, yeah, we really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, as you would. So, did you, uh, you mentioned you're trying to work out how you did it, but um, I'm assuming you must have had a good little debrief. Was it a, just a whole matter of little things coming together, do you think, um, and just the culmination of being on the water with Rebecca, or what's the? what do you think it came down to? Um, I think it's a hard question to ask um, mm. to answer, and also we haven't actually had the debrief. It's going to go later on this week. <laughs> We've been full vacation mode since the worlds, and just coming back to it now. Um, but I think, yeah, obviously we got really good speed, and that's been a lot of work and effort put into that over the years to make that happen. But then to sort of tie it all together, uh, like we did. Uh, is down to the details and we were quite unsure of how we would um, like uh, benchmark ourselves against the fleet considering mm. the few sailings hours we actually got together this year so mm. I think also coming into a big regatta like this uh, made us do the simple things right and not complicating too, like, things too much um, so yeah maybe Maybe that was it. I don't know. <laughs> I guess that's a really, really good point. And um, you know, now you've got this behind you or underneath, in, underneath your belt, it's so to say, so to speak. Um, keeping that formula in place is going to be the key moving forward, isn't it? Because you're going to have a, a target on your back now, um, <laughs> <laughs> and you've got to try and make sure you keep it low key and cool. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, we're still excited for the next year to come. Like our big main goal is still 11 months away um mm. so coming in with this year we when we started sailing together we said okay we want a medal at this worlds because that was our big goal to have a chance at a medal at the olympics um but to do it like this was yeah way over our expectations so i think but that's also what i'm so confident in me and rebecca's teamwork that we always know what's next to do on the list mm. and yeah the work doesn't stop here we had a really great week in the Hague but Marseille is a completely different sailing area so we have a lot to do <laughs> mm. it's uh, I mean 
just looking at your scorecard, you know, um, you went two, three, one, 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 three, one, two, three, uh, by race 11. At, at about then, did you just start to go, well, you know, this is done and dusted. Where, I mean, <laughs> that's, uh, I'm feeling pretty comfortable. Is that, was that conversation happening? Uh, yeah, comfortable would be, yeah, I would say we were quite comfortable there in the top. We were quite spoiled as well. So I think the race after, <laughs> 12 where and we 13. Sort of had, a, had a dip. Um, yeah, is, do you want me to read that out for you? That was a 19th <laughs> and then you got black flagged. Yes. So the 19th race, we were caught off guard a bit because we were quite spoiled sailing around by ourselves most of the time, uh, <laughs> having so much traffic, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is a really spoiled thing to say. But then when we got caught in the traffic, we were like, oh, right, this is what's racing again. Mm, mm. <laughs> so, yeah, in my a mind, lesson to be learned. <laughs> in my mind, the coaches said to you after, after race 11, you know what, we're looking pretty good, ladies. Um, you're allowed to go out and have a, a fun night. And what he <laughs> forgot is how hard the <laughs> Swedish go, how hard you Swedes go once you go out and have a fun night. And I think that that's what's going on. Am I right? Am I right? Um, yeah, lady never tells. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you something. I'm pretty sure it wasn't as big as that night we had in Hag, Jordan Spencer. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm not saying a word, but you know, you you did get heavy after a while trying to carry you home. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, look, it's a great place to hang out. Though. Um, no, look, what about I want to ask who your training partners were going into this regatta? Who are you doing all your, your boat, two boating and stuff with? Um, so we've been training with uh, a lot with the Norwegians, uh, two Norwegian boats, mm-hmm. and uh, we had a training group from after the last Worlds mm-hmm. until this Worlds, and we're uh, trying to fit all our schedules still together with the Dutch and the Polish. Uh, which so, Dutch team? Yeah, the the one who came second at this world. That's, and that's, first that's at what the last I was world, getting so. to. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I figure because when we talk to some of the uh, the Ilka ladies, you know, there's this whole Northern European squad thing going on. They're all training together, and there, there's a lot of strength coming out of that. And I'm just going, it looks like the same thing's happening in the the women's skiff, you know, the 49 FX. Um, and so I just wondered, I figured that that was going on. And so you've obviously, you're obviously because I think um, the Dutch team won. The Paris event, didn't they? The the tune up event for Paris, I think. Yeah. 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 So, um, um, you guys are you guys are locking down the medals, is what I'm sensing. <laughs> yeah, it's been really good training um, between the regattas, and then really good uh, fighting, I would say, out on the race course, which is yeah, what we really enjoy about it. Um, that we can stay such good friends, I'm sure. But then when it comes to the racing, it's literally up to the best gloves, gloves on. What mm. uh, language do you continue the banter on the water in? Swedish, Dutch, English? Depends if we want them to know what they're what saying. What are you talking about? about. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. 
Um, at this regatta, we'll get on to your, how you got into your sailing and stuff first, but I just want to sort of rip this out of regatta apart. Were there any um, performances that caught you by surprise? Uh, it may have been your performance, it may have been someone that did really well or someone that didn't do as well. Because, you know, when we look at it, we, we sort of, there's a few that we, we react to. Mm, I wouldn't say I was super surprised by anyone because I think the whole FX fleet or the top 15 mm-hmm. is a really strong fleet and that the positions can vary quite a lot. And then going into a championship with the first national qualifiers as well, there's a lot of tension going on in the air. So mm. a bit of um, exceeding expectations, but also maybe some people not doing as well as the whole fleet know that they can. Mm-hmm. Isn't that surprising uh, without... Yeah. Oh, you talk... Yeah, you're not giving names. I'll, I'll say a name. I'll say a name so you don't have any pressure. But, I mean, in uh, we're friends with Martine and um, so the Brazilian team, um, they, they finished 12th, you know, and they've won a couple of golds in the fleet. So I, I, I was interested to see that result and I was wondering if you guys had found some speed difference or it was just different conditions or, you know. There was a few sort of ones and the other one that sort of um, – was for the lack of time they've had in the FX was our the Australian team Olivia Price and Evie jumping into the bronze. I thought that that was a pretty impressive performance because it takes a long time to get mastery in a boat. So yeah, I was just I was just going through. There's plenty of others to talk about, but they're two that jumped out to me. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree, um, but it's also so hard. I mm. don't know their racing that week particularly well to say anything more about it. But yep. um, um, I mean, the Aussies were sort of up there sometimes at the test event that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't be too surprised about it. And then as for the Brazilians, it's a hard one. Um, sometimes I, yeah, I don't know, really. It's hard to say. But what no. I do know is that never count them out. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if I was coaching, I'd be going, yeah, don't write them off. That's that's not something you can do. Well, and you could almost say that. Like, like Yench, the, the, the top 15, yep. you know, you, you can't count any of them out, right? That's right, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is It is pretty cool. It's a cool boat. Like, I'm I'm really happy that this, this is in the fleet for the Olympics. The, the skiff boat, the 49 FX, is, it's a good boat. Um, it doesn't have the silly pumping that you've got in the 470s and it's sort of, you know, you're powered up quickly. Um, the the way the crews sail the boats now is really, it's beautiful to watch, you know, the level and standard of the way that um, people are sailing these boats, you know, it's it's just impressive. And I guess, you know, as a young kid coming into sailing, to think that you're at the top of that tree, you know, you must be thinking, you know, like it, the ego's getting a bit out of control now. Is that is that something? <laughs> Mate, she's not you, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep a little bit of a handle on things around here, Wilma. Like we <laughs> keep him down to the same level. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't really thought about it in that way, <laughs> to be honest. Um, I don't think so. Um, for me personally, I 
yeah, I don't really look at results. Like it's a big goal for me, but once the regatta is over, it's sort of, okay, what's next? Right. Um, yeah, sure. So uh, I hope there's not an ego thing going on. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's weird because it's funny looking back at it when I started in the Olympic circuit sort of, and I always looked up at the podium and especially the, the gold medalists and now being a part of that is quite big. But um, yeah, so much left to do still. So don't have so much time to think about it. <laughs> yeah, and that's the good attitude to have. So uh, yeah, what, whilst we're on, we might as well just stay on this topic anyway. What What is next? So looking forward, um, you've obviously just competed there. You've got the debrief coming up. I'm assuming you're moving boats around and a whole bunch of different things. Yeah, a lot of uh, logistics. I just came back from reorganizing our trailer and swapping out the boats and making sure everything's set for the winter. Uh, so now we're going into training mode again. So we're off to uh, Marseille for another training camp on the Olympic waters to make sure that we yeah, just get as many hours there as possible. And then we still have Europeans coming up in November. So we're not uh, yeah. quite done for the year. And then another world's coming on in March again. So off air before Jordan came on, you called your boat the super boat, and that's gone into cotton wool. Um, so <laughs> you've packed that boat up and put it away, ready for the a regatta in a couple of months' time. And now you're going to train on the other boat. What's the other boat's name? <laughs> uh, the other boat's name, well, the super boat. boat's name is not the super boat. Uh, we just call it can, that. <laughs> can I just say, suggest you call it uh, the Bice Boat? Yeah. <laughs> now, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> is that the one we're bringing up now then yeah, yeah the well, training boat who knows <laughs> it's actually that does translate directly in Aussie as well because yeah. <laughs> if you don't go well oh, we were just sailing the shitter yeah that's exactly it <laughs> um, but uh, what are the rules around that uh, boat wise so you can take your super boat straight into the Olympics yeah so we ordered a new boat for this year uh, that we was hoping to use on the test event and the worlds, and it proved it was a bit delayed, and um, so we didn't get as much training with it as we wanted. So we just kept our fingers crossed and hoped it would be fast. And now I think we know that it's quite fast. <laughs> <laughs> so we're putting it away and saving it for the games, and then bringing out oh. my old boat, basically. But the boat also mate. quite fast. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna stick. It's gonna stick. Oh, come on! The whole forty-nine fleet. Of me. Oh, there's the boss boat. Oh, I love it. Uh, um, can we talk about the conditions? So, not just at at the Hague, but also what we're going to see in Marseille for you guys. But first off, with the Hague, all that tide, you know, mm. that we were watching, we we were cackling away watching the Ilka stuff when they all got sort of pinned on the mark, you know, like and. Um, was was that unexpected or you've been doing plenty of sailing off the Hague? Uh, we actually haven't been doing that much sailing in the Hague or in that much tide. Uh, anyhow, we're from Sweden, so there's not much tide going on here. Um, so I was actually pretty nervous going into this event because mm. I was like, oh, tide. How is it like working with this? Because uh, neither me or Rebecca knew about it, but we had like a big briefing about it so we were prepared of how to think and uh, that's what we said that's the most i think said quote from the regatta between me and rebecca were like 
okay, our biggest threat now is the marks. So let's keep distance. <laughs> Uh, so it didn't do anything stupid. Uh, so, so yeah. But I'm yeah lucky we're in a faster boat than the Ilkas because the the slower you go, the more affected you get by the tide. Absolutely. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and also we had pretty good timing with the racing hours. Ah, so okay. We got wind and tide, which is a good combo, and not so little wind and a lot of tide because then that's when you're fucked. I think. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I love it. But I mean, in 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 the the forty nine FX, the the main area it's going to show, as you said, is around the marks, but also the starting. Whether you get pushed yeah. over yeah. on the starts or get held back behind, but that, that's where it's going to have the biggest impact. Um, so, which we did once. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. You got to make mistakes. Well, you made mistakes when you could. You had everything in the bag, so it's good. And, and so with, with the conditions that you raced in, does that, any of that correlate to what you're going to get in Marseille? Like are you you're going, okay, this is pretty similar to what we're expecting in Marseille and you beauty, we've got a fast boat, um, super boat, um, you know, we're away? Yes and no, I would say. Not so much tide going on in Marseille. No, no, um, but there is a swell. Yeah. Um, so that's, I guess, the same. But what about other wind than strength? that, I think... What's fun about Marseille, or what anything. I really enjoy about it, is that it's so different conditions every day. So yeah, you yeah. never know what to expect, yeah. which is quite a nice feeling going in, I think. And that makes it even for everyone. Yeah. Um, well, like you can't be, it's not, hopefully it's not going to be one of those. Yeah, it was a heavy wind regatta or a light wind regatta. We're going to have everything. And then I think those are the most fun weeks of racing. Well, based on what? Every regatta we've almost kind of spoken about, not just for you guys, but anywhere in the world. Typically this year, everyone said, well, it's never normally like this. So <laughs> if you're going in expecting what the normal conditions are like, maybe just flip that coin over, I think. So, yeah, yeah, which will be interesting. Yeah. What's, yeah, what's your, something. What, what do you feel your strength is? I mean, do you, obviously, you you know, some people are suited, suited, suited to certain conditions. Where do you stand with your, with your own strengths? Um... I guess I have to say our super strength is really what we had in the Hague for most of the time, above 10, 12 knots, and we're having a speed advantage over the fleet, which is a quite comfortable position to be in. Yeah. Um, but the waves in Marseille are a bit trickier, I remember, and they can be a bit choppier, and like having waves from one direction as well from the other, making mm -hmm. the handling a bit tricky. Mm -hmm. and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say the fleet's really gotten better with the boat handling, but since me and Rebecca haven't had so many hours in the boat this year, uh, I don't know how we would stand. <laughs> Just so on, the, gonna... on that film with the not so many hours, um, I was reading a few injuries this year. Is that what <laughs> led to that? or Yes, a few. It actually started a year ago after the last Worlds, um, where, yeah. We were training in The Hague at the test event and then we nosed pitch pulled and I got hit and had to go do stitches. <laughs> and then the injuries, bad luck, just started rolling from there, basically. So we had a bit of everything. Uh, I had a lot of small injuries and Rebecca had a big one. So, yeah, our coach sent us earlier, uh, no, last week, um, the amount of sailing days we've had this year, and it's not so many, including regattas. So, wow. 
Maybe well, wrap you wrap wrap you up in cotton wool with the superboat. Reckon yeah. That's what we're always joking about. (laughs) Put you in the container and leave you there for a couple of months. (laughs) Well, some of our listeners might have seen on social media this week, BP and his his mate Disney got dressed up in these blow-up suits. So um, maybe we could send send some suits over. You could put them on so you just don't have any injuries. A couple of sumo suits. I tell you what, they, they get pretty warm inside there. You probably fade away pretty quick. Not from our season. So hot. So with um with the lead into the Olympics, uh, as you said, you know, like it's clearly, I guess, from your perspective, not only are you the world champion, but you you know you're qualified for the Olympics. You know without a shadow of a doubt, that you're the selected team for Sweden. So you're going to the Olympics. That pressure's gone, right? So you can just think, okay, here we go. I mean, I'd be shocked that you don't get picked. Uh, stranger things have happened. I asked a couple of New Zealand fin sailors. But um, the, <laughs> the, the, the thing is that the, um, your focus can be totally just the event. Now you don't have to think about qualifying. You don't have to think about anything else. You've straight, you've pulled that out. Does that make you feel more relaxed, or you know, you you're, you're just on mission, or you're thinking, oh, just a different form of stress now? Mm, yeah, it's tough, <laughs> tricky question to answer. I think um, I don't really. We're still not selected by the Swedish Olympic Committee, uh, but. Yeah, it's looking good, but I wouldn't say it's done uh, mm. until it's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Look, but, um, let's be honest. Your face is going to be up in the supermarkets in Sweden because you're as, <laughs> you know, you know, it's going to be happening, right? The build up to the Olympics. You're as good as you're as close as you're one of the gold medal favourites now. So let's be honest. When I go to my, if I'm in Sweden buying veggies. You're probably going to be a big cardboard cutout of you next to me, you know? Like, that's what's going to be happening. I know it. You know it. Are you ready for it? Uh, I don't think so until I see it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <laughs> oh, that's such a weird thing. The You're great blonde hope. That's, like, that's every Swedish athlete. Uh, the great blonde hope. Here we go. <laughs> Going for gold. Fit the picture perfectly. Yeah. Well, they do it. They do it here in Australia. Like all the supermarkets, they do this. And you know, obviously, you know, if it's a sailing person, we're mates with them. Or you know, it's quite a few people in the team we're friends with. And so you, you're but friend- no one would recognise a sailing person in Aussie. Yeah, I know. But so you know, one of my friends, Jess Trengrove, I've known for since she was a little tiny kid. She's the marathoner, and she was there, and I was buying my fruit, and you know, like. It was just very hard not to send stupid photos to her and just say, look at this, you know, and play with the, her cardboard cutout. But uh, anyway, I was much more mature than that, obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll save this for the banter at the end of the yeah, show. Yeah, but Vilma, you'll, you'll, be, um, you'll be there. So, you know, that, that pressure's all gone. So it's just about sailing. So your coach would probably sitting down going, okay, let's just focus on events. This is what we need. This is our weaknesses. This is what we need to improve. You know, as you said, we've got a bit of cross chop. We've got to work on that. So there'll be a bit of handling training going on, I assume, things like that. Yeah. Yeah, now we go into training mode and basically try and do what we tried to do last year but then never got the time to do. Mm. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, time, I think we're a bit relaxed but mm. also I think it's a – 
quite dangerous getting too relaxed. Yeah. Mm. And that's what we, and we are quite good at, like always seeing, not really reflecting so much on the results, but really saying we need to make this and this better. And we still got a lot to improve from this year in total, I would say. Yeah. Uh, is it just you on the, who's, who's heading down for this training camp? Um, do you mean training partners? Or? Yeah, training partners. Um, so I think most of the fleet will be there at some mm. point, but uh, ob- overlapping um, the dates quite a lot. So we're just missing out on a um, coaches regatta where a lot of teams will be attending, I think. Yep. And then I just know that the Norwegians are going to be there at the same time as us. So we're going to do a lot of training with them, but then join in in the racing. Course. Yeah, cool, cool. So, if what your coach their is, response to you winning, what was what was their response to you winning the world? So, obviously, being doing lots of sailing with them, they must have been happy, but going, ah, oh, what did we give them some secrets away here? Or <laughs> <laughs> no, we we have a really good um, training partnership, I would say. So they were super happy for us, and they're Excellent. like family. Uh, but then, obviously, they have their own trials and uh, coming up. So it's getting. We're just supporting on the sidelines, I would say. Yeah, yeah, right. That's cool. Um, do you enjoy sailing the FX? Is it fun boat? Yeah, I really enjoy it. I think it's a really fun boat, and especially seeing the how far the fleet has come. Yeah. Uh, I remember when starting out, and uh, the coach we had at the time was like, okay, you need to know, like, reversing through the gate and all this silly stuff to get around the course, not capsizing. But if you do that now, you'd be dead last because people are not capsizing as much and strongly. Mm. So I think only that shows how far the fleet has come mm. and people are pushing the boundaries uh, quite a lot, I would say. So it's really, really fun. Mm. Mm. It's, it's good. They are a great boat. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I do feel like we should just uh, talk about the, the sport of sailing and your entry into it. Like you're a Swedish Lass, you know, so it's pretty cold there. Um, <laughs> were you made to go sailing, or is that something you wanted to do from an early age? Um, <laughs> funny you ask. Um, my dad's a huge sailing enthusiast, yep. so it was quite natural for him to put me in sailing school, and then it sort of went on from there. And I think. Talent is a hard word to sort of explain it with, but I really liked, I was really competitive as a child and still am, obviously. Mm. Um, mm. So uh, I was lucky, but maybe a bit <laughs> unlucky as well that my older sister was also sailing. So my g- biggest goal was obviously to beat her. <laughs> and no one else in the eventually, <laughs> <laughs> And then when eventually I did and she swapped classes, then the goal was to beat the older boys in the club and then it sort of just went on and on um so i think i thought i really liked it because of the competitiveness yep but then always out in the water i don't think i had ever bad time really so it came quite uh, neutral and yeah at a high level sorry at quite young age so Mm. yeah no sorry that was about it (laughs) We had Sarah Douglas on a couple of weeks ago talking about um, a bit of burnout. She she was the same, super competitive as a kid um, and just wanted to win, 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 win. And she got to a point where she just, that's it, and, and gave up for a couple of years. 
Um, you I mean obviously you've still got that absolute passion and gone all the way through your your youth career with that passion. So it's good to see. Yeah, I did, but I also did quit for a couple of years actually. Um, mm. So I did uh, Olympic campaign GFX for Tokyo, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. when COVID hit and the Olympics got postponed, me and my old crew stopped sailing. Um, and then I was really done with sailing, actually, because I was so out of it. And uh, not that we had a bad ending, but um, we just couldn't get the puzzle to get together, I think, yep. is the best way to describe it. And yep. I was, yeah, a good way to explain it is actually burned out. So I did a complete swap and uh, dropped everything that had to do with sailing and had no contact with anyone, really, from the wow. sailing community. And moved up far north in Sweden, attended university for a year and a half, and yeah, just lived a completely different life before Rebecca phoned me, <laughs> asking if I wanted to come back. Wow. Oh, wow. Thank, wow. Thank you, Rebecca. Yeah, well done, um, Rebecca. As, <laughs> as you were growing up, were you swapping swapping out the wetsuit for the ski suit, as d- do many Swedes do when the, when the cold weather hits? Yeah, so uh, I... Yeah, both interests are very close to my heart. And uh, I actually wanted to be a skier when I was little. And maybe my dad was pushing a bit for the sailing. And then I wanted to go skiing, but then didn't have the time, obviously, because I was sailing so much from a young age. But yeah, I I really enjoy the winters and the ski time we get uh, as well. What sort of skiing? So, when you say you want to telemark go... Or, telemark yeah, or stand sort of, any- <laughs> So both downhill and cross-country skiing. Yeah. yeah. So I actually trained a little bit downhill skiing for a couple of years, but then had to stop when I moved away to sailing high school. Um, So, yeah, that was a very short career. Right. (laughs) We've got to ask. We've got to ask. What's sailing high school? (laughs) Do you fly down to Lanzarote? (laughs) So you're there for the winter or what's that? How's that work? Yeah, I think it's quite special. So in Sweden, we have um, a lot of athlete uh, high schools, basically, um, where they collect, like, obviously you have to apply, and then when you get in, you move away from home most of the time. So I moved three hours away when I was 15 years old and attended sailing high school. So then going to a normal high school, basically, but there is sailing practice every day. And wow, How cool we were that? like 25 kids there. Um yeah, and then just sailing every day, and you go an extra year usually, uh, so you get right. four years instead of three. Um, so you postpone classes, so you get more time for gym class and sailing, basically. And wow. then they're really good at like organizing, so you go to competitions together and stuff. So yeah, that was really really good couple of years for me. Yeah. Imagine us at Sailing High School, boss. I know. What a <laughs> I'm just thinking about it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You might have turned up. <laughs> we, we, I might have even today, no, mate, no way. Might have even went to high school. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Down, the, down at Semaphore all day. <laughs> for for the um, listeners, the like sailing in Sweden. I, I guess people don't sort of understand it. No, it's a big deal in Sweden. Sailing is a very important part of. The nation, you know, there's some great clubs and there's some great events and there's some well, some absolutely crazy events. But you Swedes, you, you don't mind going for a yacht, you know. Like, um, what are some of the f- fun things or traditions about sailing in Sweden or 
some of the crazy events that we should probably come and do? Oh, that's a good question. I think, uh, yeah, the interest goes up and down, I would say, but it really hit uh, during Corona. Um, I would say a lot of people got into yachting more, which is a good thing. Yeah. And got a lot of boats. So the archipelago is... The ride, yeah, for sure, that has to be up there. Yeah. Yeah, the, we have the raid competition, which is really cool, across the archipelago mm-hmm. that you should do, probably. We have the Gotlarunt, the offshore regatta around um, Gotland, yeah. mm-hmm. which is, I think, the biggest offshore, like, in participants or boats, uh, the biggest one, but it's a really short one, two wow. days, and then a good party in Sanham. <laughs> of course. Of which this year was super windy at the start, right? Because it's never yes. like that. It's never like that. So. <laughs> I think <laughs> almost a record of how few boats actually made it through the finish line. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a fun one when it's not the super windy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, 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 I mean, it, and as you say, that when you talk about the archipelago, all the, the lots of little tiny islands and navigation at night time must be just a nightmare in Sweden, I tell you. Like, you're forever bumping into <laughs> things, aren't you? Well, um, it's never night time, though, in the middle oh, of summer. Of course. <laughs> you always see where you're going. <laughs> exactly. So just sail during the summer and you're fine. And That's the right. other time of the year, it's too cold anyhow. For, so. for the six weeks before summer, well, it's basically a three-month window, right? Because it's too cold either side. And during that three-month window... It's daylight at night, so it's like you've got full six months worth. Yeah. It's <laughs> Just got to keep you on. <laughs> Sweden's the best. <laughs> Sweden's the best. Have you, ever got, have you ever got down to the boat and you've had to chip the ice off and all that sort of stuff? Yep. Happens oh. a lot. <laughs> Just a sends bite. shivers down your spine, doesn't it? Nah, no good. I could do with a bit of ice right now where I'm sitting, mate, to oh, tell yeah, you the honest truth. Uh, you look like you're about to faint, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, um, what's the worst, like, experience you've had in terms of oh this why am I doing this? It's too cold or too miserable, you know? Like if if you or is Sweden always just wonderful? I guess that's uh yeah. It's a loaded question we call it. I think it's also like the real training camps where you have to go and knock the ice off the boat to actually get the cover off because it's frozen to the boat. Yeah, yeah. Those are like the terrible ones, but also the most fun ones, no? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm interested in having, having to peel yourself into a 5'3 wetsuit and. Yeah. Oh, oh, mate, dry suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, straight into the dry suit. Yeah. yeah. Windage now, though, mate. You've got to think about windage. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, because we do it tough down here in Oz, you know, like it gets so cold down here that we, you know, sometimes we have to you wear have to a wetsuit to go for a winter, uh, to go for a sail, you know. Sometimes we, it, we actually have to rug up a little bit but you know like you guys really have to go through it you know and i'm just intrigued at how you do it but obviously now with your with the fact that you're training for the olympics as you say you're going down to marseille but will you continue training all through winter down down southern europe or in the canaries or something like that is what is that what the plan is or or as sorry vilma i'm jumping in and there's a second part to that question when you're not sailing, when does the Swedish Olympic Committee tell you you're not allowed to go skiing? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, the first part of the question is, uh, yeah, we go south. We haven't spent a single day sailing in Sweden this year, uh, the FX at least, wow. uh, which is quite crazy. But 
we have such a hectic schedule and wanting as many hours as possible in Marseille. So we just couldn't find the time to to do it. We had one training camp actually planned in Marstrand, uh, but then I got injured. So that was pulled out of the planning. Uh-huh. Um, it was a shame. Uh-huh. And yeah, the second question, uh, the Swedish Olympic Committee hasn't said anything about it. No restrictions yet. Um, but we, yeah, we sort of said it to ourselves. It's a very unnecessary risk to take. So I'm yeah. a bit bummed because I missed out on the ski season last year. And now having to do it again will be tough. But yeah, it's just not worth the risk, no? Mm. Mm. Okay. That's just the commitment you got to take. Yeah, we've been committed to no ski season for 50 years down here. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, more like 300 years. Plus, it's actually not yourselves who you'd have to worry about on the slopes. It would be someone like myself just coming through at a million miles an hour, <laughs> taking it right out. <laughs> on your snow. One time I did go skiing. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about walking uphill uh, off piste and doing some own uh, ski trips, but not in the slopes. It's way too risky with yeah. all the crazy tourists. Yeah. Crazy tourists. Bloody Aussies. Bloody tourists. <laughs> they're, they're boss. Um, what about. Yeah, venues like because you get this amazing life where you get to go and train in some cool places. Have you got a favourite sailing venue, like a place where you just think, "Oh yeah, can't wait to go there." Yeah, I actually talked about it the other day that I really wish we had more events in Garda. Oh, like yes. I haven't sailed there in so long oh, yeah. since sailing the Europe thing. You or the Optimist, even, and yeah, it's really one of my favourite events, like venues to sail in, but. Why don't we have any events going on there? It's such a great place to sail at. Well, I think most of the rest of the world would agree with you. I think that, that <laughs> that's that's uh, definitely a, one. Yeah, uh, I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. Any any others? Um, I think that's the top of the list. I really enjoy the sailing in Marseille. The city a bit less, uh, to be honest. It's a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold hold on to your handbag. Yes, uh, nipping around the jewelry, on scooters, stealing don't stuff. Go exactly. Out alone. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They really warn you every time you go there. Yeah. Don't go out alone. Yep. Don't be here. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. Um, but the crazy. sailing is really nice. I think mm. I enjoy mm. lots. Yeah. Mm. Um. With uh, I was just going to say, should we we should get uh, we need to give you like a little signal so when you're racing in the Olympics and the cameras on the boat, you can just give the bar karate signal so you just say uh, hello. Oh, there, we need to like a symbol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, funny you say that. No, funny you say that. It actually comes naturally to everyone anyway. Yeah, especially after sailing. Right. <laughs> it's our official unofficial sign. <laughs> Is that the sign doing, I have do, to do? Doing the art of bar karate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you're here, and I tacked here, and Barkerati. Um, what about Women's America's Cup? Sweden's got a team. Yes, and uh, both me and Rebecca are part of the academy mm-hmm. so far. So now, uh, amongst with the ethics sailing, we're also trying to get in a lot of foiling um, when we can and attending the camps. But it's a really cool project, and yeah, we're excited. We just hope we can do them both and. Uh, not having to, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a risk, I would say, because we're taking away some days from the FX. Yep. Um, 
but uh, we don't want to give up the good chance we have leading up to the Olympics. But it's also such a cool project and something we're both really interested in. So, well, as we know, Olivia Olivia Price is doing it, so she's heading up that team. So we'll see how that pans out in terms of time, and we know how much time goes into an Olympic project. Um, yeah. But it, this is going to be interesting to see how it pans out for them because you know they've got to. Got, got to keep pushing that uphill curve and it's going to be very busy for them. Yeah, I think it's the same for everyone. But mm. um, yeah, I guess it's still a bit too soon to tell how much time that will take and how good it can fit together with our campaigning. But I mm. think if we meet like halfway and have good understanding and communication, then I think it will be super cool. What, what, what bites are you practicing falling on at the moment? So currently they're running a lot of camps in the wasps and for those who have also sailing them up. Uh, so yeah, I've been borrowing my dad's old Mac two uh, and mm. been out flying, uh, which has been really cool. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. What about, cause I know they had you the... mastered your jibes. <laughs> yes. Mastering the jibes now did one tack but didn't get it on video, so I will have to figure out how I did it <laughs> and do it again a couple of times. <laughs> what about the – because they had the Gold Cup, Women's Gold Cup for the 69F. Um, you know, have you guys got yeah. one of those for the team or – No, no, but we have a boat coming, an AC40. Oh, um, okay. So we got the real stuff. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, push the button and go. Yeah. I can't uh, – Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, and obviously a lot of work in the simulator as well. So, yeah, I think we're super lucky and fortunate that we have Artemis Technologies uh, yeah. backing that whole thing up um, yeah. and sharing so much of their knowledge. Mm. And, I mean, do you, the AC40 for us, well, for me particularly, obviously, um, it's a cool-looking <laughs> boat. Are you, are you, do you look at it the same way or, you know, like is it – are you into it, the, the whole falling thing or um, – you're more of a traditionalist. Yeah, yeah, I'm super into it. I yep. think it's a really cool boat, but I'm also a bit scared, I would say. <laughs> yeah. I've seen some of the videos Cease. of them yeah. crashing. It's quite fast and then nothing. So Quite slow. Um, <laughs> I think <laughs> I need to be a bit better before daring to step down into the boat. Yeah. Well, we saw the other one, the one the other day, right, where Elingi, I think. Big nosedive, and then they almost popped out backwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's the full negative G program. Yeah, it was like <laughs> sliding one of those um, life rafts off the back of a ship yeah. almost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, that could be good practice. <laughs> now, Vilma, yeah. I do have some concerns for you. I'm a little worried you for you. I've noticed... You're an ambassador for Seagull Sales. Yeah. Oh, dear, <laughs> dear. Unbelievable this is. Look at that. Started Fantastic. laughing before I said anything. You're just ambassador <laughs> for Seagull Sales, and she's lost it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you scared me a bit with the question. Oh, yeah. bit of a so you're relieved, in other words. Oh, only that. No. <laughs> yeah. Now, how's, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. how's that working out? How did that come about? <laughs> well, basically, yeah, Cal just hit us up and asked if we, we wanted to join. 
uh, and yeah, that's that's oh the easy God. story of how it began. So yeah, we're, yeah we're did you get your Seagull Sales um, merchandise pack? Like <laughs> yes. a like a little bag. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got so many cool little bags with little the Swedish belt. flag. Yeah, exactly. A lot of hats, t-shirts, mm. yeah. and and a photo and a signed photo of Kyle, of course. Yeah, signed. <laughs> Already framed, ready to hang <laughs> with with a, corner, with a nail and a hammer, everything to put on the wall. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love uh, it. Well, oh, I mean, that's lot. Like, I mean, a couple of Aussies there that uh, you've got that sort of time with Kyle and Dave, so that's cool. Um, but yeah, well done on that one. But um, if you hadn't been a sailor, was it? Would it have been skiing? That's it. It would have been skiing, or is there other things that you're passionate about? Like I don't know, bike riding or um, Decapage or croquet, yeah, yeah. Big bash croquet. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> no, um, I think, oh, that's a tricky question. I haven't really thought about it. Um, I think sailing is the big passion in yep. my life, but then I have a lot of hobbies, but that's mostly for the, yeah, the fun parts and not maybe the, it would be really cool to, eventually try and go into the professional side of sailing but i don't think i would have the same drive in the other sports yeah i'm quite lucky i chose this sport coming down to it like just imagine standing on top of a ski slope and freezing to death instead of <laughs> oh, hanging yeah. up in all the cool venues Wipe, wiping the sweat off your brow ready to hit <laughs> the water exactly <laughs> so so yeah i think i'm quite happy where i am at the moment it it must be cool, like you said, your dad's passionate for it, right? And your sister was doing it before you. So, are they like? Are they must be pretty excited for you. Like, is there a lot of sort of just you beauty? I mean, they get do they get carried away? Yeah, yeah, they're my biggest fan club uh, by far. I would say so. It's really cool having their support. They actually flew down uh, to the Hague. They didn't plan on coming, and I didn't know that they were coming as well. But then when we won, they were like, fuck, we have to go. So <laughs> they came down and surprised me, which was super nice. So yeah, I'm really glad to have them on board. And they're like, we need to book Marseille next year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, is Dad doing a bit of coaching, you know? Is he, does he still sort of look across and say, oh, have you thought about this? <laughs> is that going on? or? He was actually my first coach and coached me up until I left for the sailing high school, which has been uh, a lot of ups and downs in our relationships, I would say. Um, wow. <laughs> and he still sometimes wants to be the coach. And uh, it was funny because uh, he always watches every race in the tracking and comes back with tactical decisions I could have made better mm, <laughs> every yeah. time. I like, it. I don't want to hear it. Uh, <laughs> after the world sit down <laughs> you are going to hear it I don't have what were you thinking <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like that all the time he's <laughs> like yeah I have a few points where you could have <laughs> been better I was like thanks dad do you, um, do you reckon when what you're about folk- sailing high school he was ringing the headmaster and saying you know have you thought about this have you thought about that <laughs> secret tracker on all the boats yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no no I think it was good for us to have a bit of a break over those years. <laughs> <laughs> when you're at Sailing High School, do they like inst- 
when we in the old days we used to get the cane here in Australia, you know, like the if you're naughty and you're sent to the sent to the headmaster, you used to get the cane. I was wondering at Sailing High School, they hit you with a baton or they hit you with a spinnaker pole or <laughs> fiberglass baton. Depends didn't do how, the roll. Didn't do a good, nice roll tack. Roll tack. Depends how bad you were. It was either soft, medium, or light top yeah. <laughs> or one of those air ones. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, oh. no one hits anyone anymore. That those things are over. But uh, yeah, I was just intrigued. You know what you could do. One of the air horns that could be a good one. Mm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, after- I leave it up to your imagination. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So after the Olympics. Um, Will you continue for the next cycle, do you think? Um, like you're, you're having a good time or you're going to try and go more pro? Or are you going to just... Um, I think it's too soon to tell. Yep. Now I'm really focused for the Paris Games and if you would have asked me uh, in my last quad uh, for leading up to Tokyo, I was like, I want to do four or five Olympics, sort oh. of. And now I'm sort of... It really depends on the circumstances. Um, if Rebecca wants to continue, um, then I think it would be stupid not to, uh, considering all the work we put in. But if not, then, yeah, I think we'll just take a break anyhow, try and do the America's Cup thing, mm-hmm. and then see where that goes, basically. Now, mm. now that you've touched on it, let's talk about Rebecca for a second. She's, mm. She called you up and got you back into it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and we did thank her earlier for that. Um, so what's sort of her background and have you known her a long time or is this just fresh and new? Um, no, we actually, she's a couple of years older than me. So she was in the last years of the saving high school when I started. So we were there at the same time, but funnily enough, we did not hang out <laughs> oh. mm. over those years. And if someone would have told me back then, that I would be aiming for the Olympics with her, I would not have believed them. Oh, was she a mean girl? <laughs> is there is there some controversy? Yeah, here? yeah, controversy. No, like, was I she think... who, who was she a bit of a bully or <laughs> not at all? She was always very very sweet, but I just think we hang out with like it's such a big group, so you obviously hang out with not everyone at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And yeah. we just missed out on each other. I think is the easiest way to explain it, even though yeah. it's a boring story. <laughs> you guys, yeah, oh, we could one. we could turn it up. Yeah, though. Can, Don't yeah. worry about that. We'll make it. We'll make it something. My producer um, Mark Disney just handed me a video of her in rehab in her <laughs> exercise regime. So it's, yeah, oh look, that's easy. You know, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, right. Jeez, personal producer and all. This oh, is that's lovely. Good. Yeah, good. Um, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. And uh, we're sort of we're down to the last couple of minutes. So, in terms of support, who's the biggest supporter for you? Like, is it, are you like with the Swedish team? Are you funded, or you've got to seek your own sponsorship out, or how does it work? Um, it's a mix of everything. Um, so now we're fully funded by the Swedish Olympic Committee, but in Sweden, it's like the Swedish Olympic Committee for the top squads, uh, for the top teams, and then. We also have the federation and the clubs are a really big part of the funding uh, before you're there. And then once you're there, it's sort of equal pieces from everyone. Um, But like the years leading up before, uh, obviously you have to get more money into the campaign. So we also have a lot of good sponsors that's been with us from the start and that's still helping out a lot. So we're quite grateful for the whole setup. Yeah, that's cool. I mean... 
the club culture is pretty impressive in um, Sweden. So you're what? What are you? KSS? S S. S yeah. S, so S. I'm from the Stockholm yeah. <laughs> Stockholm club, which is KSSS, but uh, yeah, Royal Swedish Club basically. And Rebecca is from the Gothenburg one. So new for this, um, yeah, leading up to Paris, is a, a lot of the teams are actually split in the clubs. So the clubs are working together for the first time. Wow. Uh, wow. That's yeah. rare. Well, knows all about that. I, well, <laughs> I was just thinking, I was trying to remember, we were hosted by the KSSS Yacht Club <laughs> when we came there for the Volvo, I think, like at yeah. one stage. And then we also had a bit of a party on the front lawn of the palace with the with the royal family. Yeah. And the king gets up there, stands at the podium, and like knocks on the microphone. Quiet, please. I am the king. <laughs> 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 then another okay. another little incident that night. I've gone in into the palace to go to the toilet. And um, as I'm walking back, he's walking towards me with the full family and princess and everything. And he said, how was the royal throne? <laughs> I thought you were going to yeah, I thought you were gonna say you walked up to him and says, I'm Bice. <laughs> <laughs> how was the royal throne? That's yeah. a beauty. Good on so anyway, good fun. Uh, good fun. Yeah. Um, so you want to give us uh, any forecasts? How are you going to go? Are you going to lay it out? Going for gold? Win. Yeah. Gold. Easy. Going for gold. Yeah. Good. Nice. Well, well and got the reverse well, curse now, so you, you're yeah, you've have re- some luck yeah, you're at some good. stage. What about, um, <laughs> has he got a planned celebration? You know, do you think about that? Um, for next year, you mean? Yeah, once you've got the gold, you know, like, and you're on the podium mm. at the Olympics. Like, he, Yeah. I, I will have a suggestion. Don't go out by yourself with your gold medal around your neck in Marseille. <laughs> No. <laughs> True. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get disappeared pretty quick, those things. So, yeah, you've got to be protective. Ah, oh, dear. All right. Cool. Vilma, um, you're a bloody legend. It was an amazing performance, you and Rebecca. Mm. Um, it's phenomenal performance, um, all down to the boat, clearly. Um, but, you know. Super boat. Super, super boat. boat, super crew. Super boat. Super crew. All to thank. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's been a lot of fun chatting to you. We're, we'll be uh, we'll be watching you guys with interest and uh, cheering you on. So uh, you know, and any time something goes wrong, just say boss, and you'll think of us. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. It's been a blast. Beauty, thanks for so focused and have fun. Ciao. Bye bye. Bice, that'll <laughs> stick. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> that was well, fun. yeah, good. It's almost a bit of a dad joke, that one as well. Yeah. Um, no, nah, it's cool. We're going to have an issue, gents, because um, yeah, the caliber of the people that we seem to be interviewing here, we're essentially hedging our bets. We're going to win a shitload of gold. Oh, we're in a no lose, no lose. <laughs> well. The reverse curse might um, be spun on its head a little bit, but you're bound to get one winner there yeah, for that's sure. True. Yeah, that's true. And they're um, the almost odds. at the top of the list. So, yeah, it's good to see. And, um, I mean, we've seen it over the year, like the advancement mm. of how these boats are sailed. 
Yep. And the way they're getting these boats around the racetrack now is mind-blowing. You know so what um, I love about our sport? Like, we just talked talk to someone that dominated the world, right, in our sport. There's just – and how cool was she? She was so much fun to chat yeah. to. There's no prima yeah. donnas in our sport. Well, there might, there's one or two, but, you know, there's bugger all prima donnas in our sport. Like, we can have – we just get to have such good conversations with, uh, you know, such cool people. Mm. So we're lucky. We're lucky human beings. That's all I'll say. Mm. No, done us. I can care. I can care. Yeah. Mm. Well done us. Well, yeah. we're the lucky I'll ones. Give you – Give yourself a high five, BP. <laughs> ah, poke yourself in the eye. <laughs> Lads, we'll move on. We'll move on. We yes. want to start talking about club events. Obviously, now we do a bit of a plug for our sponsors, Radix. But uh, let's let's uh, just – we'll talk about a club event first. We got a, an email from Matt Butterworth. Um, Matt is uh, – he's a good lad. Uh, he just wanted us Butty. to plug. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, but um, each year we have an awesome match racing event. September nine, the, the David Lukens Memorial Match Race Regatta RPAYC, so Royal Prince Alfred Yacht Club in New South Wales in Australia, just northern part of Dean's the city. Dean's brother, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, it's an annual event uh, on the racing colour. Sees the current um, and former youth development program participants and club members compete in a grade four match racing event. Previous winners include Jimmy, Tommy, so the Spittles, uh, Nina Curtis, Jason All the Spittles. Yep. Olivia Price and Pat Langley, who is, uh, of course, the main man behind Vicobi. Um, of Vicobi fame. Yep. Of course. List goes Brand on. The, show. Uh, the challenge for me. And the team this year is to compete against our youth mob, my son, and to meet the 360kg weight limit. Some of us would do well sailing a fin. The best part of the team is a 54-kilo female skiffy from Manly. To meet this goal and reduce our total crew weight to 360, we need to find 14kgs, a big challenge. Tommy Spittle has suggested no beer and identified certain brands of rum from Barbados that do Tommy, not. God, that's just Tommy. Right. Tommy, Tommy will be on the wild. About? He'll be on the wild oats, rose hips, and all. <laughs> <laughs> the best advice received was to jump on the Radix program. I have transformed go. my health to meet my goals and focus on the team with a simple supplement of Radix banana shake with all the good gear I need to compete and stay healthy. Looking forward to giving the RPAYC youth squad and a few other legends a kicking this weekend. It's going on right now. Um, thanks, guys. Feeling good. Down to 85 kilos from 93 in four oh, weeks. Butsy. Butsy. Nailing it. <laughs> Looks like we're good to go in the weigh-in and hopefully bring home the hardware. And he can also fit into his Vicobi Flexi Force pants. Matt Butterworth, oh. rear Commodore, Royal Prince Alfred. What an Mate, email. Hey? If no one... The, I, I sent a note during the week on our on our on Slack to ourselves. How good are the emails coming through? Yeah, yeah. How good is that one from Butsy? Yeah, like yeah. he obviously, well, he doesn't need to buy a new set of pants now, but he's definitely going in the um in the running for the Vicobi oh, Listener of the Week yeah, with something like that. An effort this week. Um, he also, yeah. and I mean, he in it. He plugs our sponsors for us. He also said at the very end, thanks for supporting Pat and the Vicobi team. He has an amazing product, runs a great local operation. We'd like to support our local businesses at RPAYC. So that's really nice. Yeah. Um, well said. Uh, but uh, it's a good mention of both the, the, the 
um, sponsors we have on the show for this uh, week. So, of course, the Vicobi team, if you go to... The beauty Vicobi, of it. Hey? The beauty of it is it's, it's not us telling, telling people what it's all about. It's someone actually having a go and telling us. You know that yeah. it's, uh, that it works. Yeah, yeah. So. And uh, apologies, um, Matt, because it might even be Butto being from the east coast. <laughs> um, <laughs> just whack it out in the end. S A U whack Y in the end. Yeah, I'd be Biso up there. Yeah. So yeah. So but Matt did mention he's been using the drinks from the the Radix nutrition team. So they've got a, a whole range of different ones which provide maximum absorption and proven quality. They've got the whey protein um, uh, and the plant protein. And then they've got recovery smoothies like berry and banana. Uh, they've got uh, the protein and superfoods, recovery smoothies. I'm going to need a recovery smoothie after this, this episode, so. boys. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, um just remember when you go to the website, so Radix Nutrition, just jump on the website and if you want a discount, just type in Barkerati, you'll get a discount. So that's that's the good one. Forever. For that, yeah. Yeah, so 10% discount for that one. Um, so that regard is going on. The other one on Facebook Messenger, we got a little note. Uh, I will compliment everyone. They've been coming through at Cheers at Barkerati and that's making my life so much easier, pulling all these together. Um the Port Macquarie Yacht Club have got their ocean race regatta on uh, this weekend as well, nine and ten, a series of short races. So Port Macquarie is a beautiful part of Australia. If you've never heard of it, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's middle of the east coast of Australia. Um, it's just gorgeous there. So if you do want to ever go and do a regatta, uh, look it up for next year because it's on this weekend. And just a suggestion, if you do want to plug your event, don't try and send it to us a couple of days before the event. Send it to us a few weeks in advance so we can give you a warm-up, okay? But, yeah, best of luck to those. Speaking of events, I want to plug, boys, uh, coming up, 505 Worlds are getting close. Good. Yeah. Mm. That's right. 23rd September, October 1st, St. Francis Yacht Club. So we're in mm. San Francisco. Last time I think we were in San Francisco, they did all the sailing down on Richmond Circle, so you'd spent about two and a half hours. Two hours sailing. getting back home. Yeah, 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 getting down and coming back. But this time it's right in front of St. Francis. Um, and, of course, B is actually right in front of the city, so uh, right in next to all the docks there. So basically you'll be able to – if you're in San Fran – and there's a few good bars just along the docks there. So you'll be able to – you can sit in St. Francis, which is a lovely place to go and hang out, um, you know, or you could be at the just down at uh, Fisherman's Wharf and you'll be able to watch it all. So she's, she's a glamour. It's going to be a good one. Uh, obviously the most important uh, regatta of the whole world um, being the five O's. Uh, big tide, though. Second, second most important. Oh, second most important, yeah, of course. Because the most important is of clearly next year's Worlds being held in Adelaide. Oh, yes, of course. Um, but lots of tide, uh, pretty much of a one-direction course there, but uh, it'll be good fun. And, all, of course, all the wingdings will be in the way, um, you know, coming straight mm. out of St. Francis. So it'll be it'll be good, good carnage. It's, it, but uh, great fun, great fun. Speaking of which, I just ran into Morgan Larson, actually, at the uh, Maxi Worlds, who said he will be travelling next year down to Oz for the Worlds. Oh, there you Bye-bye. go. So there yeah. you go. Bit of a fan of the show, and uh, be good to see him now. So, oh mate, Carter Jackson's popped up on the entry list. Carter Jackson, hello. hello. We're gonna have to be there. We're yeah. gonna have to be there, aren't we? Oh, we might time. set up the studio at Adelaide Sailing Club just mm. for live bar karate. Mm. 
I think it's a it's a no brainer, isn't it? It's a done deal. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, shall we go on to the Jack Lloyd listener of the week? Bought mm-hmm. to bought to us by our friends at Vicobi. Um, so uh, for all your performance uh, sailing needs and also um, sort of performance gear and clothing, uh, our friends at not to mention some of the um, some of the shoreside gear as well. Yeah, pretty nice. Yeah, very nice for that matter. Um, the reason we got behind Vicobi is one we we use well we love the gear we love the people behind it we're great mates with them but they've bought out um, uh, their quick release harness the Torque QR trapeze harness which is uh, as Pat said they didn't want to wait for them to all the back and forth going on about what they're going to do about quick release harnesses they've just designed one they've created it and she's a goer. Um, same with their, their new uh, hiking pants as well, which can be adjusted. I, I pulled them out to uh, some of the uh, top uh, uh, coaches and sailors around and th- showed them the pants and they're all into it. So they're, they're very good. Um, I do particularly, I said this last week, but I'll say it again, I do particularly like that stomach strap. <laughs> the girdle. The girdle. <laughs> well, I've got to put one on after this trip. <laughs> oh, I love it. But anyway, again, if you go to Vicobi and you uh, use the code Barkerati, you'll get uh, 10% discount from the, the team there. And uh, um, they are no, no, no two words about it. Super good people. They'll look after everyone. Good quality gear. Uh, they're, they're the right sort of human beings. So, yeah, we're into it. Cool. Um, so now that I've mentioned all that, we do have to mention our listeners because we've had some good ones. Um, of course, one of our favourites is back, um, Denise Del Mundo from Canada. <laughs> Canada, our Canadian, our local Canadian. She, she's, she's. Uh, what we, I think we decided she was the. Um, the listener of the year last year. That was what we awarded um, the Jack Lloyd listener of the year. She responded quite strongly to a few episodes ago, episode 224 from memory. (laughs) All I could picture when Bicey talked about a tracksuit being included in the contract was this with the Barkerati logo embroidered on the back, which is, man, some of the shiniest tracksuits you've ever seen. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, yeah, um, she's. Or maybe I'll have to share that. But uh, anyway, I'm sure we could have one pair made as tearaways for hot time. <laughs> How good! <laughs> Didn't think of tearaways, boss. Mate, we're definitely getting tearaways, and we're definitely <laughs> going to start doing some clips of our show, yeah, um, as recordings. So, and that will feature, of course, heavily. Yep, I can see it now. There's going to be a mem out of this. Meme, mem, meme, meme, meme. It's a good one, but and we might we might share that photo that she sent through so you can visualise Bice in a, a shiny tracksuit. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, I like it. Another good email was Steve Burnett. Um, g'day, mates, love the show. Best thing for the southern humour. Often chuckling away in my car to your banter. Had this Marley draft for a week, pondering if it's a good idea or not. You've done two proper Cape 31 episodes. Really enjoyed them, but would love to have some local South African flavour. Um, yeah. No clue how many South African, <laughs> the country, not the state listeners, you have. So maybe far from your target. No, we got a heap of you. Um, oh, absolutely. 
It's a really interesting story how it all happened. And there's a bit of debate. It is actually a very interesting story. Yeah. <laughs> so we might leave that. But he, he brought that up and wants to talk about the whole element about the Cape 31, how it all happened and stuff. And I think he's probably spot on. So I think it's a great email. Um, I've got an idea. Yeah. Uh-oh. I've just seen on the social media lately. Yeah. The Royal Cape Yacht Club have just opened what I think they call it the Eastern Bar. So why don't we get together, get our asses over there. We can sit down with everyone behind this project mm. at one of the Cape 31 regattas being held in um, Cape Town and talk about it as a live bar karate. Um, the only concern, it could be pretty simple. The only concern I'd have is a lot of wind noise on the microphones. <laughs> no, not within the Eastern Bar. Like We can get Hilts there. We can get Mike there. Everyone. Yeah, Tina. Even the, the man himself, uh, Irvin. Yeah, so, we, we can get everyone. No, it'll be good. But um, appreciate that email, Steve, because it is a good one. I mean, there was some sort of controversial stuff you threw in there that I've decided not to read out, and we'll save it for the episode, I think. But he definitely he, he threw a few things in there, um, and then he also said uh, probably I won't mention the cricket because you'll probably bring up uh, – won't mention the rugby because you'll probably bring up the cricket. So uh, yeah, no, that's fine. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Fair enough. And then um, – the other one, I guess, that was of interest is uh, Phil Sherrod just coming in on the meaning of uh, Gen 2 after yesterday, uh, yesterday, last week's episode with James. Um, impressive young man who'll go far in sport and life. When I first heard Team Gen 2, I wondered if that, what the name meant. I made the connection with Penguins, but I assumed there was a deeper meaning behind the name. Love the story of naming the boat and Team Gen 2 after the Gen 2 Penguins. It's a good story for the bar, but it doesn't give potential sponsors something they can connect with. I don't know. People like penguins, uh, particularly in South <laughs> Africa. Um, down in Cape Town, then, um, when you look Especially at... smoked on... <laughs> oh, no, sir. Go on. <laughs> Uh, when you look at the name Gen, could refer to the generation in the same way it could be used for Gen Y or Gen X, etc. And you could also refer to generations, a multi-generation view of the world, environment, etc. The two could be a two, two W O or two O O or T O, tied to the word generation. It could have multiple meanings to fit the goal of the team. Gen could be Generation Two, a bit like Me Too movement. We're all in this together. We need to do our bit. Gen Two plan. Anyway, he's pitching the whole thing about. Um, how to market. So, you know, what I liked about this email was that this bloke's just sat down and thought a whole bunch of ideas for us to pass on to James to help him track sponsorship and um, and then we could... And this is this way we get more listeners too because yeah. you guaranteed James will have to listen to this episode <laughs> to hear about the email that got sent to us that should have been sent to him but now we're discussing it. We'll forward it on. <laughs> we'll forward it on. But anyway, uh, yeah. it's a nice one. It's a nice one. But, uh, yeah, congratulations. So we've got a few... few Contenders this week, um, I do. I do think Denise has come in hard and hot, and uh, yeah, and uh, old Butts. Butts probably needs to come into contendership as well. But yeah, remember, yeah, we'll, we'll put them in the hat for if sure. You are listening for the first time with the um, the Vicobi Jack Lloyd Memorial uh, Memorial Listener of the Week. Every month, Vicobi going to give away two hundred dollar voucher for uh, the Listener of the Month. So we'll decide that, uh, and I hope you boys are keeping track. And uh, yeah, you'll, and that goes on all year. So cool. Yeah, mm. beautiful. Well worth it. Get into it. Ole, 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 ole. Hot, hot, hot. It's hot time with bikes. 
Mate, I'll tell you, if it I was in my tracking now, advice. I would have whipped those bastards off way earlier. <laughs> uh, We've it. never it's been so cheap. close to the truth this time, have we? Hooking a chook. Now, boys, um, go straight to it, Maxi Worlds. You were there. Uh, I flew out of there yesterday. Had uh, I've missed the last day, but it doesn't look as though I've missed much out there. Um, in the fact, I've been just watching the tracker whilst recording it. Not much wind at all. Not much mm. wind at all, mm. um, which could be interesting. Um, time of recording, they're still sailing, but who knows what's going to happen, whether uh, they call it short. They pull the pin, but looking across the fleet, people are doing two knots, three knots. So based on that current standings, well, before I get into the standings, actually, just a quick shout out to fellow Barkeradians that just came up and had a bit of a chat whilst I was there, um, just saying, you know, listeners of the show like the show blah 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 so thanks for reaching out and next year i'm thinking we should hold a baccarati party in sardinia oh god what do you think we've got some good things coming up hell yeah i mean all these ideas haven't cost us much so far on this episode <laughs> but um I'd love to maybe the one maybe the baccarati show next uh party next year might be running under another name just a bit of an alias like rolex or you know <laughs> southern spas or north sales or something but <laughs> we will be doing something um yeah look you know you know my view on sardinia mate we had a good time there so we're happy to to revisit mate, i gotta just sailing aside holy crap the wealth on that island or of the boats and everything around mind-blowing yeah complete different different thing oh someone ringing me um so that was quite an eye opener quick shout out to the galatea crew um who had me on as a guest for a couple of days oh, nice. and um got sl- slightly funny it's a, she saw so wally sento um nice there's a there well i was unaware and this wouldn't have changed things but i as a guest we had three or four guests on the back of the boat um and i being the guest was um kind of helping everyone it was quite a windy day so helping everyone from side to side and <laughs> the guy who goes through all the video footage he said to me the next day um yeah by the way we had a GoPro on the back of the boat, and um, not sure if you're aware, but there's something in this world called the Me Too movement. You should watch yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what I'm saying, it was very windy, very rough, so a lot of guest work to help people side to side happen. So there was nothing in it, of course, but it was just a bit of a funny comment running down the side. So, um, okay, Uh, results-wise, Depending again on today, the surveyor looks as though they're going to take out the J class. Um, with, I think they're leading by significant, well, at least a few points. Maxi A's Galatea, um, of course, with exceptional guest herding skills, um, look as though <laughs> they'll take that out going into the last day ahead with eight points. Um, sailed very well with a bullet 93, actually. Probably looks in second. And then another one a name that's been around the yachting scene for quite some time, the Leopard 3. Oh, After sure, yeah. a major refit, major. Um, pulled a lot of weight out of it, um, put a new pipe in it, a bunch of new sails, um, sailing very well as well. So they're in third. 
Um, Maxi B's Bellamente and Proteus at the top of the top of the leaderboard mm. again. Bella currently um, sailing first regatta with twin rudders, so a big change to them. These oh. boats are chopping and changing all over the joint. It's yeah. pretty cool to say. see. And they got Moose um, back on board, haven't they? Well, he's been there for eleven years, pushing for the twin rudders for about fourteen years, <laughs> and finally they've got them. <laughs> um, and they, yeah, again, seeing what's going to happen today. Um, if they, I did see Pro- Proteus, who were three or four points behind, were easily leading the fleet. Um, and whether that's going to be enough for them to take the win, or Bella's going to hold off and go there. But um, cool boats see chop and change. Like these are the maxis. We'll call it the seventy twos, original seventy twos. Ballast yep. in, rudders moving, less crew, more crew, different sail configurations, twisty rigs. We'll talk about that later. But um, <laughs> yeah, pretty cool to see. Um, and then something else really cool: the multi hulls. First time the yeah. fleet of multi hulls have been sailing yep. with the Allegra Highland Fling and Connect City. Had a look over the Highland fling, fling the gunboat eighty. Mm, impressive nice, kit, nice bit of kit, kit gents. Very nice. Is there Very anything nice. we can talk about? Written there, all over it, is it? Um, with gunboat. Yeah. Um, stand by, listen mm. up. Um, but basically, I think we should all go to Saint Tropez and do a live um recording from a gunboat during the regatta. Did you get my note okay. about yeah. my thoughts on that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we cannot mention that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, shout out Susan from Gumboat, by the yeah, way. No, she's, um, she's a smart lady. Good listener. idea. Yep, absolutely. So where have we gone This after this episode? We're going to Sardinia for Barcrady. We're going to Cape Town. Cape We're going Town. to St. Tropez. Yep. <laughs> Why not Mars? We'll go to New York City or something next, I guess. Yeah, good, good so, call. Good call. Yeah. Cool. What, um, else? what else is happening actually in the world of yachting? Um, uh, six meter world. We've done. got the Sail GP mm. taking Central place. Sail GP. They had. We're recording for the listeners on a Saturday morning. Yep. Uh, practice day yesterday looked as though the uh, the Danes, the Great Danes, Rockwall Racing, took out the practice day. Um, but I'll be probably perched up in my hotel room watching a bit of yacht racing this afternoon. In that regard, see how that all. You better go and get yourself a fan. Yeah, good, good call. Yep. Um, um, what else? Six meter worlds going on, cows. Uh, yeah, I think yep. it's uh, run and done now. So congratulations to a USA team of scoundrel uh, taking the win to across from. It's a good mix. There's quite a fleet here, boys. So, so uh, been, it was massive. The uh, the build up at uh, Hamble Yacht Services was massive. They're all coming in there. It was damn cool. Yeah, so they had the open division. So they had 18 boats in the open division and 15 boats in the classics, you know. So that's um, pretty bloody impressive in the old six metres. So uh, good to see. Um, and obviously a lot of good racing. So well done to that. Uh, the other one I do think we should probably mention next week is America's Cup, the first regatta of the America's Cup. Um, hey, gents, can I just give you a little over? bit of something? Mm-hmm. Something that... I've been observing during the week, and I'll get to the America's Cup here, but 50 years ago, as of yesterday, the 8th of September, was the first start of the the Whitbread Round the World mm-hmm. race. Correct. Which turned into Volvo, which turned into Ocean Race, and now, and of course, Don and the Ocean Globe race will be taking off this Sunday, like a race. 
Correct. pretty much dominated by the French with over half crew. We mentioned that last week um, and we'll get Don on, but be interesting to keep an eye on that. But 40 years ago mm-hmm. in the America's Cup, Australia mm-hmm. too took the win. Yeah, a little, we're not um, quite there. It's September 26, but we're close. Correct. Yeah. But um, as if you look in the, in the years, then uh, 30 years ago, 93, the Cup was won by New Zealand. Oh, here we mm, go. Taken so- off the Americans. Um, 2003, <laughs> Elengi win the cup mm. and take it off um, New Zealand. 2013, Oracle retain the cup in San Francisco How's after the, the research going. The big, um, what we call it, the Elengi Oracle battle in the mm. big cat and try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 2023, nah, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Fucks up the whole story. <laughs> Doing so well. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, I love it. Nothing heard. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm fired up. But of about... course, we'll be. Tell you what, next year, we should definitely go to Barcelona for yep. the America's Cup. Yeah. No, I agree. Oh, go yeah, we've got, yeah. we've still got the permission for the Baccarati barge in the middle of the fleet, in the middle of the. We need Emirates course. to sponsor us. Yeah. So, uh, Emirates, um, shout out to Emirates. Great airline. <laughs> Get us on board. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, anything else you need to bring up, Mr. Boss? Um, no, negatore in that regard. Uh, I do want to point out in the – we've got uh, a couple of weeks till the mini transat starts, which is obviously yep. that go out of France into the Canaries then across uh, to Guadeloupe, which will be a ton of fun. Yes. Lots of blokes in little tiny boats and ladies and just flogging it out and having a grand old time. You'll be so excited, BP. Yeah, it's always a good time. Good time of year. Um, this race, so it's uh, going to be good to watch. We got right into it last time. Um, obviously, a lot has happened since then. We had our uh, our Russian friend on, but uh, that has all changed her life. But we should see how, what stories evolve from this one. It'll be good. She's um, from, mem- she's from memory. It was a... now. Oh, you're talking Irina. Irina. Yeah. Yeah. Crash. Yeah. I think from she... memory, there's controversy around the start last year, wasn't there? Yeah, for the mini transit. Yeah, in regards all... to the breeze and super windy, and that's it. Some started, some pulled in, so that's not it. necessarily controversy, but full arm off, as they say, yep. across the bar of certain death. Yep. And then yes. the other one that uh, we probably so we're fired up about that one. The other one that we probably need to mention is that obviously the uh, the Figaro is going on the La Solitaire de Figaro. Um, so stage two finished over the weekend. Um, over the I other- kind of wanted you to break into the Queen song right there. <laughs> <laughs> no. but I think it, we should, yeah, we need a theme song to talk about this. If you haven't paid attention to that one. So basically it's about amalgamated time. So they, they take your times and, and add the times up together. And what's happened at the finish of the last of the, the stage two was that like three or four boats got to the line and then the next 15 boats took 12 hours to get over the line. They were just sitting there just drifting through and it was a nightmare. And so I think like the guy that won the first stage, Tom Dolan, the Irish bloke, he's went from like having a six-minute lead to now he's down like nine and a half hours, you know. So <laughs> it's, a nightmare for, it's a nightmare for all those people that got caught. Um, so, But, yeah, it's, there's a bit went on there for that. So I, I just thought I'd let you all know. Um, and then that's it, I think. I don't know if there's anything else that we, we need to share. Well, big week of coming up. 
Oh, huge. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll be honest. I'm most excited about the America's Cup, the AC40, that regatta, because mm. that's, I'm, I'm definitely excited about that in Villanova. So that'll be a ton of fun. Um, getting fired up for the, um, the minis to go on across the ocean. And, uh, yeah, beyond that, uh, all good. More than good. So any Barkeradians who will be in Villanova, just give us a little shout out. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, let's get a bit of banter going. We might have a party in Villanova. Let's there do you it. go. Hmm. Yeah. Let's cool. do that. Cool. Cool. All right. Good. Cheers then. Rightio, oh, just gonna then. go ring. <laughs> gonna go. Cheers, we on the phone here? Thanks, Granddad. I'm gonna go ring out my t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you are sweating, aren't you? Look at you. Oh, you poor bugger. Righto, let's go. All right. All right. Get out the guitar. Guitar. I get your producer to hand your guitar over oh, to the yeah. BP. My there he is. Yeah. And Drum, remember, listeners, drum it away. Um, Radix Nutrition, go to their website, 10% discount, type in the code Barker80 and you're away and good. And then, of course, the same with our friends from Bicobi, 10%. Type in the barcode, the code Barker80 and you're good. Happy days. Barker80. And shout out to Emmett. We need to get on some flights. <laughs> Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. We love you. And uh, yeah, look forward to speaking to you again next